Shalom. Our our topic is uh, is is directly associated with the war. It will be dedicated to the memory of those that were that 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 lost their lives in in this uh, in this mission in this in this war. Uh, and um, I've attended a, a a funeral in the military cemetery. Uh, and, uh, at the same time, uh, I had seen, uh, not long ago, this letter by, by Chief Rabbi Herzog before the war, uh, about, uh, about military cemeteries. I'd like to give a little bit of background about it. Uh, I'd look at, I'd like to look at the letter itself and then discuss the topic, uh, uh, uh in a, in a kind of a broader way. Um, the the uh, chief rabbi was was consulted by the religious representatives of the uh, of the Israeli Knesset uh, about a lot of legislation that had to do with uh, uh, with halacha, and what you see in front of you is a is an exchange or it's a letter that. That Rav, Rav Herzog wrote to uh, Dr. Zerach of Arhaftig, who was the Skansara de Toto, who was the who was the deputy uh, minister of religion. Now, in in uh, in 1950, so there was proposal for the following law: Chayal uh, sheniftar a a a uh, a soldier that passes away, he will be buried in a military cemetery, that the the relatives of the one who passed away will choose, unless uh, his his relative chose to have him buried in a um in a a, a civilian cemetery. Now there is also a clause if a if a soldier passed away during during wartime, meaning during during battle, uh, it is it is permissible, meaning according to the law. Uh, again, this is this is a proposal for an Israeli law uh, to to bring him to burial without. Uh, uh, giving the the uh, relatives the choice of of the place of burial, and uh, and later on it talks uh, along with the law about about transferring him uh, from from that burial to another uh, to another burial, and that's and that's what is referred to here as as uh, section uh, four gimel. What are the what are the procedures for for uh disinterring for transferring the 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 body of the of the soldier who was buried in a um in a in a cemetery now uh the the rav the rav got a number of these letters about about uh, had, a, had a lot of correspondence about about legislation um 
uh, a lot of a lot of Israeli law uh, impacted on halacha, and, and this is one of the things uh, at the beginning of the period of the of the state of Israel uh, that Chief Rabbi Herzog was the first uh, 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 Chief Rabbi of the state of Israel, along with with his uh, his Sephardi counterpart Rav Rav Benzion Meir Chayuziel uh, Zatzal Zecher Zecher Kulam Tzadikim Levracha. Now, <clears throat> this I, uh, uh, just one one broad thing is is one of the things that that Chief Rabbi Herzog uh, was was very involved in in his life was was trying to bring halacha into the Jewish state. He felt extremely strongly about the importance of of, of a Jewish state after thousands of years being based on halacha. Uh, uh, one of the tragedies I think uh, uh, that he felt in his life was was that when when the state of Israel was founded, the law system was not uh, based on a a, a halacha based constitution. And he had written a book uh, which was which was describing a way of of, of creating a halachic a halachic based constitution. So that was that was kind of a tragedy of his his life. That's just kind of a tragedy. I believe that was a that was a, a something that was a major letdown for him. Um, now, the on the other hand, he he wanted very much to work with uh, uh, with the system. Meaning, meaning he he very much wanted. Uh, to to come up with ways which would be uh uh, uh which the the uh, Israeli establishment uh that that was not only themselves had drifted away from religion but 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 were probably uh, a number of them were were descendants of those that had already drifted away from religion. So, so uh, one of the things that he was trying to do was to he felt very strongly the importance uh, uh, of a state of Israel uh, for the Jewish people for the for for many 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 reasons, um, uh, and and uh, one of the main ones was was the importance of there being a state. A state of Israel uh, after the Holocaust, um, but he very much wanted that state to be able to be based on halacha, and he knew uh, very well that that wasn't uh, that wasn't the most natural thing that would happen, given that that many of the people who were involved in the establishment of the state of Israel, uh, a strong majority, uh, especially. Uh, the politicians and the elite and the jurists were 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 not uh, uh, following and and living by and and their belief system was not that of Torah and mitzvahs, so that was a a uh, uh, very much part of the background of this story. Now, um, military cemeteries. What 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 issue is there? First of all, I did a little looking into this. Uh, apparently, military sta- cemeteries started relatively late in world history. And this is apparently something that came about as a result of of World War One. I. Uh, I did not make an extensive extensive do extensive research about it, but but that's what that's the impression I'm getting. Um, now, um, 
the default, uh, if we can use Rev Karlitsky's terminology, the default for this issue of of the military cemetery law is that it doesn't seem to follow the halacha. I'm telling you right off the bat that the conclusion is that uh, it will work according to the halacha. So, uh, so uh, you know, it, it, uh, don't worry. Uh, it's a charged topic now. Uh, and so I just wanted to make that clear right right off the bat that that this is all uh, something in fact the the um, the the uh, the Kaddish of the of the tzava is very much uh, uh, you know, very uh, directing things. Uh, that's one of the things that I saw in that in that uh, in that Leviah. Now, um, where the he, he, the following comment. If a person, uh, if the soldier's relatives of a certain uh, 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 closeness are buried in a, in a civilian cemetery, wait a second, there should be a Kavachomer. A a a Gemara a Yerushalmi uh, is is a source for the ability to uh, transfer somebody who was buried in location A to bring him to Keveravot, which is a family cemetery. Now, um, in general. Uh, you have people that are that are buried next to a spouse. Let's say um, you have people. Let's say there's a there's a cemetery here, um, Eretz Ha'chaim, which has all sorts of different organizational sections. Um, uh, yeshiva, this yeshiva, uh, this organization, etc. But there was a a a very uh, a common thing of of a family burial plot uh where where people know that that's the place that the people from their family are buried now uh that was one of the things and Chazal are very uh uh against uh disinterring against transferring somebody who is buried and there are very few exceptions and one of them is to is to be transferred to a family, uh, to a family plot, the Gemara says not to move from an, from a, uh, certainly not to move from an honorable burial location to a uh, dishonorable burial location. And and you see, if you see some, like some um, some cemeteries, there's a place where all the gedolim are, um, and and there are places where more more commoners are. So, uh, but you're not even able to be transferred uh, from a from one location that's honorable to another location that's honorable, one location that's not honorable to another location that's not honorable, but not even from a non-honorable location to an honorable location. 
but you are able to be transferred. You're able, able to transfer uh, somebody who is buried to their kever avot. So he says, If a person is permitted to be transferred to a um, to a family plot, well, so certainly initially you should you should bury somebody there. Meaning that seems to be obvious that the if if you're able to disinter for the sake of moving somebody to his family plot, so that seems to be choice A for where you would bury some somebody. So that seems to go against this uh some other classification, the military cemetery cemetery law. Um if the army insists on this, yes there's a way of understanding this. More or less that's the the it's a slight paraphrase of the of the Rishami. Uh it's it, it, it it's literally uh uh, comfortable, uh, good for the person. Um, uh, the person is at ease with being buried where his, uh, where his 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 family is, his forefathers are. Again, you see the Maratha Machbela, for instance, is an idea, as an example of that. Um, and the Mikomakom in a time of 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 emergency, Yeshlomar. And here he says something extremely beautiful. That a person who who sacrificed his love on the altar of of the nation and the land, the nation of Israel and the land of Israel, so Noach lo, he will be at ease to be buried along with his brothers for, for defending the land. And and a way of uh, there's there's something reminiscent of this in Tanakh, when David Amelech gives his his extremely uh, moving hesped uh, uh, of of Shaul and Yonatan, uh, King Saul and 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 his son, so he says he says they were beloved and pleasant in their life uvemotam lonifredo. And they were not separated either in their death. Um, so, so just as Shaul and Yonatan, again, they died together on the battle in the same battle. But just as as Shaul and Yonatan were not separated in their in their in their death, so also those that fought for for the land of Israel, the state of Israel, the people of Israel, they are together. In their in their death, but I don't I don't permit um, a, a, in disinterring somebody. I don't have a better word than than that. Um, the uh, uh, it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's a very it's the Gemara is very very limited. About about being able to to take somebody out of his grave, and so for me to extend it because of a 
uh, a remez in a pasuk is something I I wouldn't I wouldn't be matir. Sorry, lo he tiru chazal afilu mikever bazui lekever mechubad. You can't even uh, disinter somebody to if he if he's put in a if 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 there is such a thing, you know, a dishonorable place in the cemetery. Rak mishum kavod zeh kolashon abes Yosef zal shall kever avos hitiru. They were only matir for this topic of kever avot of 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 being in the being in the grave of forefathers. So that would that would need that would be something that really would need to be explored about about whether we'd be able to move somebody out of a grave, some other grave, in or, in order for him to be able to go into a military cemetery. Aval shani There's a difference between where you choose to bury them initially and taking them out of the grave. That's already uh, uh, again we're in we're in the realm of the the topic of kavodames of of the honor of the person that passed away, uh, but also uh, worry about bizayonames of 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 the the disgrace or the dishonor of of somebody who already passed away. And this is not a simple thing. Somebody who's already buried, and of course, we're in the realm of the of the mystical of what happens uh, after somebody passes away, and and uh, uh, we know from from many gemaras that that uh, that after a person's life, uh, besides uh, uh, going to the Olam Amis, there is concern about there is an issue of 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 uh of what's going on in his in his burial in his in his grave in this world now um now a couple considerations what if the military cemetery is further away than the civil cemetery in other words you will end up passing by an, a, a civilian cemetery, the standard cemetery, in order to get to the military chelka or the military uh, or or an individual military cemetery. In other words, somebody passed away in Makom X, and then he's he's brought to Har Herzl, let's say. So, ein b'ze b'sum lev la'inyan mishum b'zayon le'metim akvorim b'veit akvarot ha'ezrachi at kamashia karov. You can't say that this would be an affront somehow uh, for the people that are buried in the in the civilian cemetery that the person didn't go to the to the closer civilian cemetery. That's point number one. <laughs> point number two: in chas mishum pirukai evarim or sirachon chas v'shalom v'ayin orzaruah. There's orzaruah discusses uh, transferring uh, 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 the person who passed away the 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 body from one place to another. So. We're only talking about several hours' journey, um, and it's and it's uh, traveling in an in an automotive automobile on the hearse and the and and in the Kaddisha van, and and that won't create a danger of either the limbs uh, uh, moving improperly or the or the uh, the body being being uh, decayed. We're not talking about traveling it on many days journey. We're just talking about about driving it for a, for a short period of time. Now, that was point number one. So so point number one is saying um, even though if you were to just start with the halacha 
you would say Kever Avot is the natural place for a person. But if the army uh, insists on this uh, this military uh, 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 cemetery law, and again, it might might be part of of uh, of morale in the country, or uh, again, it, it it might the motivation between the law that behind the law. Uh, could have been many things. I don't know the discussion. Again, it seems to be uh, modeling after things that are going on in the non-Jewish world. Uh, but uh, there is a svara that it's that it's independently a a uh, defensible idea and and doesn't necessarily go against that 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 Yerushalmi. Now, lechora hachokas ebet. Wait a second. There's a whole other halacha. There is a halacha for where you bury a soldier. This is in Hilchot Melachim of the Rambam, Perik Vav Halacha Yudbet, where the Rambam says, based on a Gemara and Erevin, that if a person, that if a soldier is, is is killed, he falls in battle, we bury him where he is. And Chazal gave him the status of a mate mitzvah. Chazal, a mate, the expression mate mitzvah, which just literally means uh, death, dead, who is a mitzvah. But it, it, it's somebody who there's nobody to bury. And so the classic case would be somebody is is walking outside and he sees a dead body, unidentified dead body somewhere. Um, so, um, so the halacha is, and this is one of the conditions that Ezra, that excuse me, that that Yeshua made when the Jews went into the land of Israel. That mitzvah konemikomo, that when when there's a dead body. That is out there. He's able to be buried wherever he is, even if he's in the middle of of this uh, of some fancy field, uh, of some you know high high uh, you know very expensive product. So that's a din. Mate mitzvah is able to be buried where he, where he is. Um, so so Chazal gave that din to a soldier who falls in battle. So the simple thing is that where he falls should be the place that he's buried. Now, that's what the Gemara points out, that even though he does have relatives and he's not classified as the standard mate mitzvah, but Chazal gave soldiers this, this deen of mate mitzvah. Again, this, this and again, the, the original idea might have been because it's time of war and to to be involved in a a a kind of a burial where you take somebody to to the place um of his of his ancestral graves or what have you so that would be something that would be uh that might have been seen as something that would not be able to be done as part of during the war, during the during the battle, and therefore they were they were uh, matter to to give even though it wasn't a classical made mitzvah, but they gave it the, they gave it the din of a made mitzvah. They gave it the halacha. They they allowed it to be part of the halacha category of a made mitzvah. 
So, so, ואם הדין הזה מתקיים, מה המקום יש לדון על, 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 על דבר בית, בית קברות צבאי או אזרחי? If you have such a din, so then, so then this whole discussion is, 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 is a moot point. There's a din in the Ramam on where to put it. Now, of course, the people that were, as he says later on, who were formulating this law, they don't know about their Ramam. Um, but, and so that wasn't, it wasn't like uh, they, they, uh, uh, they have some, you know, issue with their, they didn't, they didn't know about it. But if you're asking, says, says the chief rabbi, if you're asking about uh, halakhically what should be done with a soldier who falls in battle. Um, so, so the simple thing is bury him where he falls. It's not going against that halacha, but rather it's suggesting that they be uh, buried, but with the intent that they're going to be transferred. And then they'll later transfer them to the uh, to the uh, to the army cemetery. So, so, and there is such a thing as a temporary grave until they 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 bring it to the final resting place. Um, now there are there are situations where you don't where you don't bury a person in the place where he was where he was killed. Shakever. Let's say a person is in a place which is open uh, for the Gentile, uh, open to Gentiles, a Gentile area, or a person is on a main thoroughfare. You don't want Kohanim to have, uh, 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 to be encountering dead bodies all over the place. And have a look at the Taz Yeradeya, what is that that taz that 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 the whole din of Beit mitzvah is is practically not practiced uh because most of the places were not be as protected as in the Jewish cemetery. So they wanted, so in order to uh, to protect the the niftarim, so they were transferred to they were to be transferred to a to a to a Jewish cemetery. So even though there is on the books such a din of mate mitzvah, and there is on the books such a din of a fallen soldier, in practice, um, again, if if the soldier is in a place where his grave will be. Will be um, um, uh, not uh, disgraced or not treated uh, with reverence. So, so of course he's going to be transferred to a place. The whole issue is um, is temporarily bearing the person. What in modern Hebrew we would say nisibot and misibot is parties, but nisibot is circumstances. In an emergency situation, even though he was originally legitimately buried in the place, uh, but it was done in the in the place where he fell, but it was done with the intent to transfer him 
I was asked this question during the War of Independence. And I believe that I answered uh, that it was permissible. And this needs to be looked into. I was for 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 certain reasons this was delayed, and I don't want to delay it anymore. Um, now, I'll be get up the zrizus to be able to look and 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 look into this and 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 come up with something extremely clear. However. Bram Kavar Rabbeinu Moshe Zal. Rav Herzog had a special connection with the Rambam. Uh, and the Rambam said, mitzvah Now this is talking about a classical mate mitzvah that doesn't have anybody to bury it. And the, mitzvah, and the din is that anybody who is wherever he is should bury the mate mitzvah. So, so that's a din in Hilchos Tumas Mei Sperekret Halacha Zion that if a if if the nifter, if a dead body is is found within the tchum, within the 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 area of a of a of a normal cemetery, so he's buried there. Uh, so that changes things a little bit. Now, um, and he points out that that the people who wrote this who wrote this uh, law didn't know about that din, and and it seems that they're talking about about uh, creating some kind of a temporary cemetery that they're later on going to transfer the grave from there. So he says, This should have been formulated a little more clearly, meaning he has some issues with the with the legal side. Rav, Rav, um, Rav uh, Herzog was an extremely accomplished uh, jurist, uh, uh, besides, uh, besides being uh, 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 one of the unique Talmud uh, uh of of his of his generation, and uh, and a, an extremely a person in 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 the right place at the right time, because because who else could have been that that first the first chief rabbi of the of the state of Israel um, with the with the with the communication skills, with the openness, with the with the broadness of of this this combination of being an extremely great Talmud Chacham, uh, along with being uh, accomplished in in scholarship, you needed somebody who was able to command the respect of of uh, Jews, Talmud Chachamim, and he was very connected with Reb Chaim Oizer, um and uh, he revered Rav Cook, the Talmud Chacham of his generation. Meaning, Rav, uh, in his generation, Friday mornings at Rav Herzog's house was was a great experience. People would come; they'd had a shir in Yerushalmi, and and uh, some of the people that Rav Rav Herzog uh, is, took under his wing were people like uh, Rav Yashiv, Rav Shlomo Zalman Auerbach. Um, the the Rav um, Avram uh, Shapiro, all all Zechert Tzadikim Lebracha. So there was there was quite a scene in that house on on Friday mornings, and Tami the Chachamim would come, and you would have a whole a whole discourse. Um, 
he was he was a unique, unique, unique person to be able to have his his feet in these different different worlds. He also uh, had a, had an amazing koach of expression, which he used uh, to try to save Jews uh, uh, during and after the Holocaust. Uh, and to communicate with people from the nations of the world. So he was very, very involved in a certain kind of, of unique statesmanship. Um, anyways, uh, he, he ends the, he ends that, uh, I'm going to share this with my, with my colleague, the, the Sephardi chief rabbi, and uh, please send a copy to the, to the uh, Ministry of, of Security, Sreda Bitachon, and and uh, etc. Uh, and we'll meet and we'll talk about this etc. And he and he signs Bifrakata Torah with the blessing of the Torah and the land of with great honor Israel. I would like to share uh, another document that I found late in the game, uh, which is a chazonish on this topic, uh, and I'm thankful to. Two sources: the uh, the Frankel Rambam, the footnotes, the notes in the back, and also uh, uh, an organization called Olamot, which um, which has um, which has amazing source material, as some of you are familiar with. Um, so he writes. Um, about and this with this will 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 end our discussion. I would like to read this Chazonish. Um, so he writes, um, You're not able to move a mate mitzvah, meaning you bury it in its location. Kamarno, but it's no more it's no more severe than any other grave in a situation where it would be permissible to transfer somebody from from the grave that he's in to bury somebody in Eretz Yisrael. There were some very uh, uh, um, I guess famous transfers the the Chida, um, the uh, Rabbeir Shapiro. Uh, uh, who were who were transferred to be buried here in Eretz Yisrael, um, or to bury in the ancestral grave, which we spoke about, the based based on the on the Yerushalmi. The same din should apply to a meis mitzvah. The same thing goes. For those who were killed in war that have the din of a mace mitzvah, Kidamar Erevin Yudzayan, Uberamam Perikvav Hilchos Malachim that we saw before. Rishaim Lekovram Amanat Lefanotam Levetakvaron. It is permissible to bury them with the understanding, with the condition that they're going to be transferred to another grave. And that, I think, is what is done. Vim Kvodan Yoter Mi Betakvarot. Uh, meaning even if even if it wasn't explicitly stated it can be assumed that that it was done with that in in mind um 
This is the way he explains a kind of cryptic statement, at least cryptic to me, in Maseches Smachos. Maseches Smachos is, is a Masechet of one of the Masechtos Katanas, one of the mini Masechtos, which, um, which are... Um, uh, which are large collections of brises, and and uh, Smachos has a lot of material uh, about about burial and avelus uh, and the the with a euphemistic title, and and that expression in chazakalik varos he wants to suggest the mutalafanosam the mistama manas lafanosam nivkro that that it's mutter in chazakam meaning they don't have to remain in that grave because mistama meaning we can we can assume without any special specification we can assume that they were they were buried there in order to be transferred to a quotation marks normal cemetery um and the prisha says that in a place where the person who was killed uh with that if that location isn't protected so from from Gentiles, and it could be disgraced. So you don't bury him there. Therefore, we are not. And that's what I mentioned before. the The din of May Smitzvah, the din of a a uh, bearing bearing somebody who was found uh, dead or killed um, in the place where he's found, that is not practiced nowadays. But it's part of the rules. It's part of the kavod of the meis mitzvah. It's not that we don't keep that halacha. Uh, so now he says an interesting thing. We don't have batei din that's supervised. Now here uh, again, I, I think there is kind of an attempt of the rabbanut to do it here, uh, and and uh, and uh, uh, but. I don't know if he's if he's speaking about a level of supervision that I'm not aware of, or he's speaking about about his what was going on in his time period. But um, it's 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 fitting to bury in places that are. That are more well, uh, well-known cemeteries. Meaning, go to a Masudar normal cemetery. Again, I don't know what exactly went on in the very beginning of the uh, of the state, but there were probably some very small cemeteries near some small uh, yeshuvim. Um, and he says, "Vizem megin al taharat Eretz Yisrael," and this protects the purity of Eretz Yisrael. What does it mean, the purity? Meaning, so that you don't kohanim don't have to watch out where they're walking in every step, uh, like it says in Mikvah's Perkhet. Therefore, it's fitting, meaning as a practice, that in times of war, burial should be with the condition that will be transferred. And it'll be proper to, to transfer them. Um, and because that's the proper thing to do, we can assume that that's what's intended. So this family, you can assume, has the intention of 
wanting them to be transferred to a normal cemetery because they're in this they're feeling this this agmat nefesh they're feeling this terrible distress and 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 anguish uh that that he's buried out there in some desolate place um there are by the way you will find around israel memorials of people uh uh who were who were killed in a certain place uh but those are memorials that's not the grave of the person um if they were if you would have asked them then they would have said yeah yeah bury them with the intention that they're going to tra- they're going to be transferred to a mechubad cemetery um and the people that are doing the burial that their intent is like the intent of the family um it's, it's as if it is it is it is it is an understood condition um plus there's a problem of there's a problem of 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 unmarked graves and and Kohanim being on this which is a very severe thing um and certainly certainly that's the case if there if he's going to be transferred to the to the place of his ancestral grave um um Wow, I don't know Bet Lamed, but Venit Baser Tovot, we should be we should be we should hear Basoro Tovot. So we share we share the way the Chazonish ends, which is that that uh that all of Klal Israel should know uh Tovot and and uh and and all good things.